Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. This month, the U.S. is chairing the United Nations Security Council. It is planning to keep the spotlight on Russia's war in Ukraine, but also address something on the minds of many nations around the world, how the war is affecting the price of food. NPR's Michelle Kellerman reports. Even countries unwilling to criticize Russia's war in Ukraine are worried about the ripple effects, so the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, plans to focus on that. Ukraine used to be a breadbasket for the developing world. But since Russia blocked crucial ports and destroyed civilian infrastructure and grain silos, desperate hunger situations in Africa and the Middle East are getting even more dire. She laid out the U.S. priorities at the U.N. today. Anjali Dayal, a U.N. watcher who teaches international politics at Fordham University, says this focus makes sense. Even before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, both the World Food Program and the FAO noted that uh, this was likely to be the most food insecure year on record globally. Dial says much of the world depends on food, fertilizer, and agricultural supplies that come out of Russia and Ukraine. The war in Ukraine, essentially, that is a crisis that the most vulnerable people in the world will pay for in lost calories and in lost agricultural production. And the U.S. needs to be seen as doing something about that, says Richard Gowan, who tracks the U.N. for the International Crisis Group. The key goal for the U.S. is to show that it is the big power that can manage the global food crisis. And it's not going to be China or Russia that leads the way in in dealing with these global shocks. The U.S. also wants to keep up the pressure on Russia. The U.S. ambassador, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, says she's had some success in the Security Council on that. Russia is isolated in the Security Council. And every time we have a discussion in the Security Council as it relates to Russia, they are on the defensive. And we will continue to keep them on the uh, defensive until they end uh, their brutal attack on the Ukrainian people. But in the General Assembly, many countries abstained from a vote condemning Russia's war. Thomas Greenfield says she spent a lot of time talking to African diplomats to reassure them this is not a war between the U.S. and Russia. She says this is about one country, Russia, violating the U.N. charter. Gowan of the International Crisis Group says the U.S. has a balancing act at the U.N. It's a place where the big powers can come even during periods of intense crisis to try and talk about their remaining common interests. And the U.S. is trying to juggle keeping pressure on Russia at the U.N. with finding a minimum of common ground on on other concerns, be it Libya or Somalia. The Security Council debate on global food security is set for May 19th. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. This message is brought to you by NPR sponsor Lisa in collaboration with West Elm. 
Discover the new Natural Hybrid mattress, expertly crafted from natural latex and certified safe foams, designed with your health and the planet in mind. Visit leesa.com to learn more. Why is everyone so obsessed with traditional wives or trad wives on social media? This week, we're talking about the viral videos of women making marshmallows and mozzarella from scratch, and how behind the sheen of calm kitchens and cute fits, there's some interesting pessimism about our modern world. And that's worth digging into. Next time on It's Been a Minute from NPR. <laughs> 